0: what's up welcome to purpose living where we will be taking a dive into what it means to live on purpose i am your host christina strada founder of purpose culture grab your favorite cocktail beer a cup of coffee or tea and come sit with me each month as we listen to inspiring guests tell stories of how they have made massive strides in living out their purpose reclaiming my time and um, settling myself into a space of intention making. And today is the focus and this episode, this two-part episode, will come with a second part and we will have uh, beautiful guests that will come and share some great things with us around this idea of intention setting, goal setting, whatever it is that you might call it for yourself. We have had a long morning of a lot of issues (laughs) and I'm so excited that now it's working, now we're recording, and now we're here. And so before we get started, as usual, we're going to take a little bit of time to ground ourselves. I need it more than ever right now. So here we go. Go ahead and close your eyes down or lower your gaze, maybe if you're in the car, don't do that. Just listen to the sound of my voice. I'll guide us. And um, here we go. Let's take a nice big breath in through the nose. Wherever you're at, whether you're in the car, maybe you are at home, maybe you are doing dishes, whatever it is that you're doing, just start to breathe and just notice your breath as it comes in. And as it releases out, how does that feel in your body? And just begin to connect with that breath. Notice the rise and fall of the belly, maybe the chest. Again, just taking note and noticing. Today, when you think of the beginning of the year, what comes up for you? What's the first thing that comes up? Maybe it's excitement, maybe it's anxiety, maybe it's more of a doing type of perspective. What should I be doing at this time of the year? Maybe there's pressure, maybe it's a fresh beginning. What would quantify for you the feelings that you are associating with the beginning of the year? And as you identify that thought... Can you quantify it into a feeling within your body? Maybe it's hot or cold. Maybe it's a feeling of ease or heaviness. Maybe there's joy. Maybe there's some distress. And just acknowledge those feelings for a second here. Keep with the breath. Coming back to the breath to guide you here in this space and in your mind. Giving yourself space to acknowledge those feelings. And for you, what would the opposite of that look like? So let's say you do feel joy. What would distress feel like in this time or in this season? If you're feeling distress, what would joy feel like in this season for you? How would that feel in your body? And today... As we come to this space of learning, can you put on a learner's perspective, being a student today and having the mind of a learner? Take a nice big breath in through the nose. And exhale it all out. We'll take two more breaths just like that. begin to move the body a little bit on this last breath, maybe interlace the fingers and press them forward, take a nice big yawn, hands up towards the ceiling, and then bring them down to your side, oh, all right, I needed that so bad, I know my assistant Rose needed that too, she's right here, <laughs> so um, all right. So today, I really wanted to talk a lot about um, what we come to the beginning of the year with. Right? We come with these expectations of setting goals and all the things that we're going to do this year. And if you're like me, I've spent many years having this idea of um, these goals and and these specific things that I'm going to lay out. And there's nothing wrong with that. And in and of itself, those are all great things. And this last year I started thinking, wow, these goals are looking a little bit different for me. It's not as um, clear cut. It's not as like, not only just not as clear cut as like I'm setting goals and I am, um, I am or am not accomplishing that, but also what settles into my body when I don't accomplish those goals, right? We have these ideas of, of these big lofty things of like, oh, I want to own a house, or I want a new car, or I want a better job, or I want better relationships. And then when we don't have those things, what happens? We settle into disappointment. And so this year I kind of had this thought just by many people kind of in my life and in my ear speaking truth into my ear is rather than setting goals, how can I set intentions? How can I look at the way that the last couple of years have gone for me as I began goal setting, as I began masterminding, and how can I begin to create a different relationship with the beginning of the year, with January. And so this year is my year of a new relationship with January. And instead of it feeling the weightiness of having to create all these goals that may or may not happen, how can I shift it more into the intention of doing something and then really have things that support that. And I really realized that all of the things that I'm going to share with you today are ways that I have learned to support. So now I'm just looking at it from a different lens, taking off the old lenses, kind of cleaning them off and putting new lenses on, or the lens I already had, but a little bit cleaner. So Today, um, we're going to be talking about goal setting or intention setting. I'm going to be talking about the done list with you wins, gratitudes, acknowledgements, positive evidence journals, which is something that's very new to me and I just started doing not too long ago, and the manifestation process. And then ultimately, with this process, is and has been for me is the mastermind process and so some of you may be familiar with that some of you may not be and so i'm really excited to be able to share those things with you today and to be able to really help us to identify maybe some things that work for us and maybe some things that just don't work for us and things that we can release a little bit so i'm going to begin with what do you want for this year And for me, what I want for this year, like I shared, is clarity. My biggest thing this year, the word that chose me this year was joy. And I'm not sure if I've shared this or not, but that word has been a very convoluted word for me. Because to me, joy has been a word that has not always been manifested in my life. And the reality is, is what I learned is as I set that as an intention. And as I seek more joy in my life, as I seek those things that do bring me joy, the outcome is more joy filled, a more joy filled life, a more joy filled experience with my family, with myself, with others, with my job, with my business, with, um, my community, there's more of those experiences as I lean more into what brings me joy. So we're going to talk about that. Um, and then we're also going to be talking about how, how this year went and what this year, what, what did I do to produce what I wanted this year? And, um, I've been just kind of like in this space too lately of, really speaking words of possibility rather than impossibility and so this is the first thing that i want to talk about which is the wins the acknowledgements and the gratitudes and that is they, they say, they say, the people out there <laughs> say, the experts say that people who keep a gratitude journal or more mindful of gratitude within their lives live happier lives. And that was something for me that lined, aligned with joy. How do I find my more joy? Well, I look at the things that I'm grateful for. And so um, there has been so many different tools that have allowed me to see gratitude More often in my life. And one of those things that I'm going to share with you is journaling. And this has been a huge part of my life throughout my life. I've always had a journal um, that I've been able to write thoughts, but also um, recently having a little section in there um, for gratitude. And then another um, tool that I've used is recently taking walks with my husband. The first thing that we say is what we're grateful for. And as we've spoken those things out, first day covering our day in gratitude has been the way that the date doesn't mean that it goes perfectly. It doesn't mean that we don't have a bad day or that like things are like, I'm not always grateful, but that it sets this tone of gratitude that throughout the day it reminds me what are you grateful for when I lean into more of the things that are more difficult or the things that it's easier to not be grateful for some things like technological issues. It shifts my head. It shifts my mind into, okay, but we have technology and look how beautiful this is. I get to talk to you. You get to see me. I get to engage with you in a way I wouldn't have we not had technology. So I'm just speaking that out right now, Rose. I know she's probably like, okay. (laughs) Um, So that's just the one um, way is to keep track of those gratitudes. And that has been such a huge way for me, um, to, to lean into that and lean into the possibility. Um, one of my favorite, favorite, and I, I say this quote many, many, many times. Um, it's, um, by his name is Hoffs. he's a Persian poet and it says, the words you speak become the house that you live in. And that has been true for me, especially this last year of, um, I think my husband and I started in January, walking together. First we started running and then it went into walking. And my intention was to, my intention was to run a marathon. Well, as time went on, I kind of was like, well, is that really my intention? I didn't know that this thing, this intention that I put out there to run a marathon would actually become the most connective time that I had with my husband, which then created so much more space for a lot of healing in our relationship and also then gave way to this gratitude check-in every single morning. So um, the words you speak become the house you live in. Um, And then um, the other thing is not just the gratitudes but the wins. What are my wins today? What, what have I accomplished that I am like joy filled about? And so every, you notice ev- these last two things, everything is around what is bringing me joy, my wins, what is something that happened today that I can lean into that joy? What is something that happened that was a yes moment for me? So that's another one. Um, and I am statements. This is something I've shared before. This is something that we have been even trying to introduce within purpose culture is I am statements. And we have these really beautiful post-its that were created, um, that say I am, and then you fill in the blank, but you could use a post-it and just being able to speak words of acknowledgement over yourself of who you truly are and putting those in places that you can see and that you can read them and they are kind of words spoken back to you, those words that live within your house, right, that are your – that are the words that you speak over yourself that transform you. So the wins, the gratitudes, the acknowledgements, which is the I am statements, those three things are key in how you are speaking those words over yourself and that you are speaking those words, Those that's that house that you live in. You're speaking those words over yourself to give yourself kind of that base, that foundation. Um A lot of these things I learned through all different methods, but um, one of the biggest ways is the Mastermind Journal. Um, This is a journal that, um, this is the 2021 one, but um, it's a year-long journal of basically going through each day, gratitudes, acknowledgments, it's all in there. And so this has been a huge thing for me. Um, I've utilized this for several years now, and it has been a game changer for me. So now after that, after we set that foundation, the next is the goal setting or intention setting. And a lot of this is a practice. This is not just something you just set a goal and it's going to happen. This is something that requires a lot of practice and acknowledgement, surrender, discovery, resistance, transformation, all those things which sound like some of them sound like hell right like who wants to like sign up for resistance but the reality is that anything worth doing means that there may be some resistance and I was thinking about this today I was thinking like what if Serena Williams one of the greatest tennis players of all times what if She put down her racket when things got hard and she just said, you know, I'm just going to wait until I kind of feel like, you know, this comes together and didn't really lean into the resistance. If she didn't lean into that resistance and use that as a catalyst for her greatness, then she wouldn't have been able to surrender to it and she wouldn't be able to surrender to the process of transformation. And that's the biggest thing is that this requires a transformative perspective and a surrender to the resistance and so I say that because so often I have heard people say oh I don't goal set I don't I don't set intentions I don't I don't do that kind of stuff and which is hey to each their own cool like I used to be that person I get it um but I think a lot of that could be and it could not be, but I see that. And the reasons that I did that is fear. And so as we let fear kind of take over, then we don't get to enjoy the process of change and transformation. So with that, there's a couple of things I just wanted to kind of share, um, that have really helped me. And look, these are just offerings. This is not anything that like I've got the, the I've got all the things <laughs> to help. I'm I'm learning. I'm still learning. I still go to counseling. I still am in coaching. Um, these are things that consistently as I'm doing them, I'm learning like they're working. And some things I shed, some things I let go of, like the actual goal setting I let go of and some things I continue to lean into and I hold on to because they work. And um one of the biggest things as well. Um, that works for me is to read books that inspire me, um, to be in those, um, those the, the knowledge of those books and those people that then I get to glean from. And one of the biggest ones for me is the Yamas and the Niyamas. This is for me. It's it's like the um, the ethical practices of yoga, and so these are things that I really try to um, to. put into my life into my daily life and really engage with those so um, that's one thing for me another big thing last year and these are books that we have actually um, suggested on our book list we have that on our Instagram so if you want to see any of the books many of those books I have read myself and have inspired me Um, also this book was a book that we went through last year called pause rest and be which was a really I, I began with this last year this was an amazing journey for me in this practice of stillness and in listening and resting. And I needed that so badly. And I, for some of you who, who follow me on Instagram, you know, that August was this last August was the first time that I ever took a month long break where I was not on social media, at least my business one, I was a little bit on my personal Instagram, but I really took a break, um, from any of that. I didn't listen to anything on YouTube. I didn't like get into any, anything really except for being present. And this was the book that guided me through that time. So those are a couple of the things that, that I utilize. I also utilize, um, the wheel, which, um, is, the mastermind wheel of life, which is seven different areas of life. I will link it, um, for you guys that you guys can print it out and have access to it. Um, but it is basically the seven areas of life and you, this one is, you can make it anything you want to this, this one that we use in the mastermind is financial, professional, relation, family, spiritual, mental, physical, and then um, like volunteer, anything ministry like. Um, and those seven areas, there's a big wheel and it has like in a pie shape and you fill it into where you think you are doing. So if you think you're doing about a quarter of what you'd like to be doing, 100% being the best, then you fill in about a quarter of it. If you think you're doing really well and you're about half of what you would like to, your goal is or your intention is, then you fill in half of it. And so the idea is to have a consistency in each of those areas. So if your goal is 100%, obviously not always gonna be 100%, maybe it's 50% for right now. And so you make, you create, intentions and goals in each of those areas. This is not something this year I have chosen to do. I have done this in many, many years. I have some key intentions that I am really leaning into this year. Um and I'm working on with my coach and so this was kind of something that I think I'm probably going to do in a couple of months. Um here's here's the deal. If you only do this at the beginning of the year and you never look at it again, then it serves no purpose, right? I mean, I've done that before many times. (laughs) I've done really excited, make my goals, my intentions, get it all on paper, and then I never look at it again. And the idea is that you want to look at it regularly. You want to have it somewhere where it inspires you. You want to be doing a check-in, even monthly, to see where am I in these areas. And so since I'm specifically working on a couple of areas in my life, I chose not to do this. But my overarching goal is joy this year. So everything in my life is focused and directed on those, that area of joy and how I can bring joy into my family, into my relationships, into my, um, my finances, into my professional life, um, into anything that I do. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm sticking with my, my joy goal this year. Um, the other, um, The other thing that I also am learning, this is a new thing for me, is a positive evidence journal. And this is something that I am beginning this year too, is that every time I see something in my life that is created, that that it's something that is positive. Okay. Like I'll, I'm going to tell you a little story. Um, I just recently did a career day at a local, uh, local high school and I was teaching class at the yoga studio that I teach at and this mom came up to me with her daughter and she said my daughter went to your session at the school and she wanted to come here to take your class and I thought she's like thank you so much for inspiring her and I was like wow like I had no clue actually when I was there I was like these kids don't care they don't give a care about you know, anything that I'm talking about with yoga, they were just like, you know, some of them were just completely dead stare. They were just, they weren't having it, but it was so cool because that right there. And I I told my coach, I said, that's a positive evidence. That's for your positive evidence journal. It's like seeing those little glimmers and looking for them and looking for those little spaces that, our um, joy filled for me would be part of my positive evidence journal. So um, that's something that I'm learning. And then finally, I wanted to share with you the mastermind process, which um, we will be talking about with Marina and Corinne. They'll be our next guests. And Um, really excited for them to share. They have been masterminding and creating mastermind groups for a very, very, very long time and been involved. They were actually the ones who shared that with me. And um, the mastermind process is all of these things. It is the process of this, but with community and holding each other accountable, um, encouraging each other, growing alongside each other. And so often these would be like small groups. And here's the deal. None of this can happen without a community of people. You just can't do it. You can't do it alone. We were made and created for relationship. And that is the key component of the mastermind is that all of these things wrapped up in this beautiful package, but held with people. And so um, there we go. I would love, love, love to hear anything that has worked for you. Um, any dialogue that you'd like to have, please follow us, please reach out to us. Um, We would love to chat and even be able to share some of the things that you have learned, Um, maybe even different verbiage that you've learned around or different things, a different relationship around goal setting. Um, So thank you so much. I appreciate you all. Be sure to follow livingpurposed.podcast on Instagram for more in-depth conversation and opportunities to get your questions answered and to be encouraged along this path to learning and living out our divine purpose. Let's live purposed together.